build yourself a roadmap on how to do it. Why? Because now you have a known, you're laying a known and an unknown. So you're now working with your brain again and you're building the steps and you're telling your mind and your heart, okay, I know what I'm doing here. Because the only reason why fear gets thrown up is because it thinks you don't know what you're doing. Because you don't. You've never done the damn thing, right? Like if fear is getting activated, you haven't done the thing yet, but someone else has. So allow them to be a shining star for you. Allow them to be your guiding GPS system. Allow their wisdom to be soaked into your mind. Hello, gorgeous soul, and welcome to the Success on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Julie, a seven-figure entrepreneur, and I've been featured in Forbes as the leading high-performance success coach who helps entrepreneurs to break through their self-imposed glass ceiling. So if you're craving unfiltered, no bullshit conversations on how to break through with success, business, and wealth, you've found yourself in the right place. It's time to remember the ultimate truth that you can have it all, be it all, and achieve it all. Now let's do this. Hello, hello, all you gorgeous souls. Tiffany Julie here, certified high-performance success coach. And today I want to talk to you all about fear, one of my favorite topics to coach on with my people. So fear is amazing. It's a great key performance indicator. It's something that I'm going to teach you in this video, how to work with fear, how to pick up the fear and walk with it, how to be friends with the fear, how to look at fear differently. And I have a very unconventional approach to how to deal with fear. So listen, if fear is showing up for you, I want you to celebrate yourself, baby, because that means that you are pushing out of your comfort zone. That means that you are pushing your edges. You're dancing on the edge of your greatness, okay? And we want you to take the leap over the edge and we want you to be able to do the damn thing that is on your heart to do that is triggering this fear inside of you. And there's a process to be able to do that. I'm going to teach you how to work with your physiology correctly so that it can support you through this process. I want to teach you how to work with your mind. I want you to, I want to make this fun for you, okay? Because the fear is never going to go away. The fear is never going to go away. You are always going to have fear present when you are moving into an unknown. It's you, just your physiology, it's how your body works. It's how your mind works. And so when you can learn this process, then when the fear gets triggered, you you have a habit that you can go to that supports you in this process so that it, you don't allow the fear to hold you back anymore. You don't allow the fear to take over. You don't allow the fear to make you feel like, oh my God, <laughs> I feel like I'm drowning in this emotion. This emotion feels so much bigger than me. Anybody ever been there before? Okay. You don't have to go there and I'm going to teach you how not to do that. But I first want to celebrate you if you are here watching this, listening to this, because that means that you have activated fear inside of yourself at one point or another, or you, you're expecting to trigger the fear inside of yourself, which is a good thing. That means that you are playing to your capabilities. That means that you are playing on the side of your potentiality, because if you were living in your comfort zone, there's no way that fear would be triggered. The only way fear is triggered is if you are moving into an unknown, if you're pushing out of your comfort zone and your greatness lives outside of your comfort zone, your potential of what you are capable of, my friends, lives 
outside of your comfort zone. It lives in the unknown. So let's talk about what happens to your brain and your body when you when fear gets triggered, when fear is coming up for you. So let's say that you want to speak on stage for the first time, or let's say you want to move abroad and you want to be a digital nomad. Let's say that you want to ask for a raise in your career. Let's say you want to launch your first business. You've never had a business before, but you want to launch that business. You've got a message to share. You've got a service that you want to provide. Let's say you want to do that. Any of these things are going to trigger fear. So when the fear gets triggered, what happens is, is your mind is like, oh, no, 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 baby. (laughs) Your subconscious mind does not like the unknown. It thinks you are literally going to die in the unknown. It doesn't like it. It's like, no, danger, danger. It thinks it's the danger zone. It's trying to protect you, okay, from getting hurt. It's trying to protect you. It's trying to save you from pain. So it's causing you pain in the moment because let's just face it, fear feels horrible. (laughs) Fear is painful. It's causing you pain now to stop you from what it's perceiving as future pain, okay? So your mind is thinking, oh my God, here's the unknown. She's not going to know how to deal with this. She's going to get herself into trouble or he's going to get himself into trouble. Let's stop this process (laughs) any way that we can, okay? That's what's happening in your mind. It doesn't like the unknown. It's flipping out, okay? What's happening inside of your body, physiologically speaking, is all of a sudden your primitive system gets activated. Your survival fight or flight system gets switched on. And now you are literally, your adrenals are like pumping cortisol in your body at a rapid pace. And now all of a sudden, all of that cortisol is clouding your brain, clouding your judgment. It's, it's, have you ever felt brain fog when you literally are feeling fear? You feel foggy. You're like, oh my God, I'm tired. I need to go take a nap. Like this is exhausting me. You know, there's actually a physiological thing that's happening to your body in those moments. And so you've got to know that. And when you know that, you take your power back. When you know what's happening in your mind and why, when you know that it's just like your body reacting in the way that it knows how to, and you're never going to stop that, by the way, that's never going to happen. You got to learn how to work with it. Okay. And if you know that, it empowers you. And this process I'm going to teach you, like, literally empowers you. You take your power back from the fear. You lessen the load of, like, that, oh, my God, here it is. You know, you feel like you got hit with this big emotion. And you feel like you're drowning and you're going under. Or you're going to, like, it's like taking you over like a sweet baby muffin, you know? And we can stop that in its tracks, okay? So that's what's happening in your brain and body. And what I want you to do, what I'm inviting you to do, step number one is like, okay, whatever it is that you want to do, maybe you want to speak on stage. Let's use that as an example. Maybe you want to do your first presentation on stage, your first keynote, okay? You've never done a keynote before. You've never spoke on stage before, but you want to do it for the first time. Okay, great. That's amazing. That is pushing out of your comfort zone. So let's celebrate the fear. Let's recognize the fear. And then let's put all the fears down on paper. Why? Why do I want you to write down your fears? I want you to write down your fears of what could happen doomsday, right? What's the doomsday version of this? Because your mind already started telling you all that crazy shit. Your mind already started telling you, okay, 
you're going to trip on stage and fall on your face and everyone's going to laugh at you or you're going to say something really stupid or you're going to by accident swear or maybe you throw up on stage and and you're like so nervous you throw up in front of people or maybe you forget the words that you're supposed to say you know or maybe everyone hates it and they're bored and people in the audience fall asleep okay your mind already told you the worst case scenario it already told you that. Why is it telling you that? It's telling you the worst case scenario because it doesn't want you to move forward. So it's trying to scare the crap out of you. So why don't we just put all that down on paper? Let's get it out of your head. Let's get it out of your body. Let's write it all out. Okay, all those fears, write it out. And then I want you to make a plan for the worst case scenario. So what if you were to throw up on stage? What would you need to do in order to do that gracefully? Maybe you need to bring a trash can with you up there and leave it on the corner. Or what if you trip? Maybe that's a fear. Maybe you're like, oh my God, I'm going to trip on stage. Everyone's going to laugh at me. Okay, what are you going to do if you trip? Okay, I'm going to trip and then I'm going to get up and I'm going to say this. I'm going to tell this joke and I'm going to get the audience to laugh hysterically about this joke so they forget I just fell on my face on stage. Okay, I want you to literally plan out what you would do in that worst case scenario because what does that do? That lays a known in the unknown. And then all of a sudden your mind's like, oh, she has a plan. She knows what she's doing. Now this is not an unknown. This is not unsafe anymore because she has a pathway or he has a pathway. It, your mind can see the pathway clearly now. So it's not an unknown event because you literally plan for the worst case scenario. Now I never tell my clients or anybody to funnel energy to what they don't want. But this is the only case in which I will ever tell you to focus in on what you don't want because then we're going to start focusing in on what you do want. But we have to expose this mold. <laughs> okay, let's call the fear mold because what does mold do? Mold grows in the dark at a rapid pace. If you don't shed light on it, that mold baby is going to get out of control and then you're going to need someone to come to your house and clean it up, right? So it's like by putting the fear down on paper, you're witnessing it, you're seeing it, you're viewing it, you're planning for it, and you're saying, okay, I'm going to expose this to the light so that the mold stops growing. And then what we can do after you have all of that down, then what we want to do is we want to start focusing in on what you do want. But first, I want to give you like a visual. So what I like to do is I like to vision myself as two parts. Okay, two parts of me when the fear gets triggered, I'm like, okay, there's the adult version of me and then there's the seven year old version of me here. I've split in two. The fear is coming from the seven year old. The adult version of me wants to speak on stage. The adult version of me wants to travel, wants to move abroad, wants to launch the business, wants to ask for the raise at work. That's the adult version of me. That's the desire from the, the adult. Now the fear is coming from a seven-year-old and I want you to talk to yourself as if you were talking to a seven-year-old. Visualize yourself as seven years old in the room with you and, this, and your seven-year-old version of you is just throwing a fit. She's like, or he's like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't want to go on stage and throw up. That's embarrassing. What are people going to think of me? Oh my goodness. And the seven-year-old's like crying because the seven-year-old is super scared that something bad is going to happen to her or him. Okay. So how would you talk to a seven-year-old if they were, if they came to you and were like, hey, I'm scared to ride my bike for the first time. Hey, I don't want to go to school for my first day. I am like literally so scared. Hey, 
I don't want to go and try out for the soccer team. I'm really scared I'm not going to make it. You know, what would you tell a seven-year-old in those situations and talk to that version of you in that way with love, with kindness, and just guide that version of you because it's not the adult version of you. It's just the scared part of you. And if you can view it and visualize that part of you as a child, it becomes so much easier because then you don't beat yourself up. You're not like, oh, you're crazy. Like, why why are you telling me all these things? Because there's like this devil bird that's chirping on your shoulder and telling you all sorts of crazy stuff about the doomsday version, okay? So if we just visualize that part of you as a seven-year-old, then you're not going to beat yourself up and you're not going to be mean to yourself because being mean to yourself through this process as you're like literally feeling fear is a horrible way to approach it. That's not going to help you. That's not going to inspire you. That's not going to motivate you. You're going to literally demotivate yourself and make the whole situation a hell of a lot worse if you talk to yourself like crap. And you're not going to do that if you visualize a seven-year-old in the room. You're going to talk to a seven-year-old with grace like the adult version of you would, okay? So after that visual, let's talk about what you do now. So after you've planned for the worst case scenario, now we want you to plan for the best case scenario. And I want you to take yourself on a what if train all the way up the emotional guidance scale so that you can plan for the best case scenario. So what if you get on that stage, baby, and you rock that keynote presentation and everyone is coming up to you after and just literally saying how you motivated them, you inspired them, you called them to a new level. They want your contact information. You're getting new clients. People are wanting to pay you. You're booking other speaking gigs. You built up a big network of people like that love you. You're growing your audience. Like what if that happened? What if that version happened? Because if all potentials exist in the field of potentiality and they do, right? The potential exists that you're going to throw up on stage and the potential all also exists that you're going to crush it. <laughs> so it's about what do you want to focus on now? And now that we have the mold exposed and the, your biggest fear is down on paper, now we just have to, the name of the game is just to keep refocusing yourself to what it is that you do want, which is the best case scenario. So write all the best case scenarios down And then what I want you to do is I want you to go find people who have done that thing that you want to do, okay? Go find the person who's launched their business and they're successful now. Go find the digital nomad that sold everything, bought a one-way ticket. They've been traveling for 10 years. Go find the person who gets on stage and they crush it every time. And I want you to find their blogs, find their podcasts they've been interviewed on, find their books. Find their wherever they are on the internet because somewhere on the internet they are telling you how they did it, okay? I guarantee it. They're not hiding their story. They are shouting their story from the rooftops. And there are lessons that you can learn, roadmap that you can extract from their their information that they're giving you, okay? So for those of you who don't know my story, I woke up blind on my 32nd birthday. Yes, you heard that correctly. I literally woke up blind on my 32nd birthday It was an accident. The doctors, I went to an emergency, you know, obviously emergency to the hospital and the doctors didn't know what happened to me. They told me I would never see again. They told me I would be blind forever. And I told them, hell no, that's not going to be my reality. And I found all the people who have healed themselves of crazy things. And I was listening. What did they do? How did they heal themselves? What's their strategy? What was their approach? And I made myself a list and I just 
did all the things until it started working, okay? Same way I built my first online business, my first online e-commerce store, I, I hit seven figures in 14 months, which is unheard of, okay, that result. How did I do it? I was consuming podcast episodes every day. Whenever I could fit it in, I, I got myself around all successful people who had launched an e-commerce store. I was listening to their conversations of how they did it. I was listening to their strategies. I was extracting all this wisdom and I was building myself a roadmap. So I want you to, with, with your best case scenarios, literally then the next step is to build yourself a roadmap on how to do it. Why? Because now you have a known you're laying a known and an unknown. So you're now working with your brain again and you're building the steps and you're telling your mind and your heart, okay, I know what I'm doing here. Because the only reason why fear gets thrown up is because it thinks you don't know what you're doing. Because you don't. You've never done the damn thing, right? Like if fear is getting activated, you haven't done the thing yet. But someone else has. So allow them to be a shining star for you. Allow them to be your guiding GPS system. Allow their wisdom to be soaked into your mind. Allow them to inspire you, to motivate you. And I have even gone as far as to sending a gratitude letter to these people every day who were showing me the way because it was ingraining into my subconscious mind that if they can do it, I can do it. And by sending them positive energy of like, wow, I'm so grateful that you're showing me the way here. I'm so grateful for this podcast that you did. It, sh it gave me some nuggets of wisdom that I can follow. It helped me to hang on. Like I was, I, I get to hang on to my dream, you know, because, because you've done it and I'm so grateful for you. And by funneling this energy uh, to what you want and you're focusing on it and you're feeling grateful for the people who have done it before you and who have walked that path and who have laid down the steps for you to just now step into. It's like it gives you this inspiration, this hope, and you just, you keep directing that energy. And the less that that seven-year-old wants to, you know, crop a fit, the seven-year-old now is in the corner with the Snuggie and the bottle and they're calmed down because you gave them a plan. Now you just keep focusing over here. And every time that seven-year-old wants to kind of throw a fit, or the devil bird wants to start chirping in your ear, your only job is to go and funnel focus to the potential you want to tune into. And don't give it any attention anymore. So the fear gets to sit in the corner and take a time out as you're focusing in on the other side of things, right? What you do want. And that is the name of the game. That is literally the steps that you can take and my unconventional approach to picking up the fear and walking with it, okay? So I hope that served you well. And the last thing that I want to say is I want you to celebrate it when the fear comes up. Celebrate the fear. Look at it. Honor yourself. Go to the mirror. Look yourself in the face and say, wow, you are doing such a good job. You are doing amazing Look at you activating this fear. Look at you going for your potential. Look at you going for your greatness. Look at you learning what you're capable of, like your desire for this growth and this evolution and this challenge ahead of you is incredible. It's extraordinary. I am so freaking proud of you. I am so over the moon about this. Like, let's do this thing. You know, mirror work can be the most powerful 
thing that you could ever do for yourself. And if you just feel the fear, go straight to the mirror, have that conversation with yourself, honor yourself, and then do this process that I'm inviting you to do. You're always going to be able to pick up the fear and walk with it. And that is how, my friends, you are going to be able to step into your greatness. That, my friends, is how you are going to achieve your greatness. That, my friends, is how you're going to activate your potential, your power. That, my friends, is how you're going to increase your confidence because everything that you that you go for and you succeed at and you've pushed through the fear and you've, you've leaped over your edge, right? Every time you leap over your edge, it's just going to build more confidence in yourself. And every time you do that, it's like this process gets a little less intense because more confidence grows inside of you. And then you're going to go for bigger things. You're going to dream for bigger things You're because you, and you're going to believe in yourself more. And at this point in my life, at this stage of the game, I have pushed myself so much over that edge. I just keep crawling off that edge, baby. And if fear isn't being activated for me every day, I'm like, okay, I'm playing small here. I'm playing, I'm, I'm a small fry, you know, like we want fear to be activated every day. This, this fear should be like your best friend. Okay. We want you to be dancing with this on a daily basis. And it's like, at this point, I've, I keep pushing over and over and over again. And I fundamentally believe that I can figure out anything. You know, you could blindfold me, put me in a plane, drop me anywhere in the world. I would figure it out. Like, you know, I just feel this level of confidence and certainty inside of myself that whatever I put my mind to, I can do it and I can achieve it. Okay. But that didn't happen that I wasn't just like born with that. You know, it happened over time and repetition of pushing over my edge, doing it, knowing that I'm always going to be okay because I'm always okay. And you've always been okay. Right. Anytime that you've ever pushed over your edge, done the thing, went for the thing, you've always been okay. Even if you haven't achieved the thing, you're always okay in the end. Okay. So it's like, that's where your potential lives, my friends. I'm inviting you to your potential. And I would probably have a journal prompt at the end of each day that says, Did I activate fear today? Is there any part of me that lived in fear? Is there any part of me that questioned if I, could do the thing that I was doing what like what was happening today and if none of that was activated then I would highly suggest setting yourself up some different goals for the next day so you're playing with the fear you get used to it it becomes part of your identity it just becomes a natural habitual process that you do when fear gets triggered and you my friend will always be able to feel your potential I love you you're beautiful you're capable and remember that you can have it all, be it all, and achieve it all. And that's a wrap, beautiful souls. Thank you so much for trusting me with your time and joining today's Wisdom Drop. If you want to go deeper with me and receive personalized support to break through your glass ceiling, and yes, you're currently experiencing one whether you realize it or not, and you want to dream bigger and create a life and business beyond what you thought possible, I would love to invite you to work with me in my High Performance Coaching Accelerator program where you're going to get VIP treatment and daily access to a highly trained coach and a seven-figure entrepreneur who can help you to activate your power, live every day with more energy and passion and fulfillment, and unleash your potential. If that calls to you, book a consultation call with me. The link to do that is in the show notes. And if you've enjoyed this conversation, hit that subscribe button or leave me an honest review. Honest reviews help me to create the content that you guys want to hear. So go and do it for me. Thank you. And of course, if you want to get social, 
I'd love to connect with you. Those links are in the show notes. And finally, if you want to grab your free success toolkit, head over to tiffanyjulie.com. And until next time, remember that you can have it all, be it all, and achieve it all.